Hello, hello, and welcome to the We Ship It podcast. Today we are traveling to the City of Stars and talking about Sebastian and Mia from La La Land. Do we ship it? Listen to find out. I'm Steph. And I'm Devin. And welcome to We Ship It Podcast, the podcast where Devin and I and our occasional guest come together to dissect our favorite and not-so-favorite couples of all time. That's right. And today, we are talking about La La Land, the 2016 musical that follows the journey of Sebastian and Mia in L.A. Yep, we were supposed to have Tom, my husband, <laughs> on for this episode, but he ended up backing out, so y'all have it's to give him fine. a hard time. I am making it my mission to get my husband onto this freaking <laughs> show. So everyone send vibes our way, and let's make it happen. Sebastian and it. Mia are one of our favorite couples, me and Tom, or at least this is one of our favorite shared movies. So I had to bring it on, and we had to do an episode on it. Yeah, when I visited, <laughs> we were going to do something else, and we ended up, I think you suggested it, right? You were like, let's watch La La Land. I said, yeah, yeah. I was like, you have to get Tom on, and you're like, oh, it'll be fine. Tom will love watching it. Yep, yep. And we did. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I give you, I wish you, not give you, I wish you all the luck, Steph. Um, <laughs> With getting Tom on here. I'd love to have Tom on, on here. here, but uh, we'll see. I don't, I don't blame him. I mean, it was odd for me to do this too so but here we are <laughs> i just force all the people in my life into these types of situations <laughs> but anyways yes let's talk la la land first i want to issue our spoiler alert if you haven't seen la la land we'll be talking about important plot points today so watch out yep and with that here's our summary we open the movie with a great musical number another day of sun oh I love it. Mm -hmm. Where we see tons and tons of young, aspiring actors and artists driving to L.A. It's backed up with traffic showing that lots of people are trying to make it in L.A. Then it pans to Emma Stone, Mia, and Ryan Gosling, Sebastian, getting into a traffic tussle, beeping at each other, yelling, but whatnot. (laughs) Later in the movie, they meet each other again at a piano bar where Seb has just been fired for playing the wrong music. And she comes in he to had tell one him. Job. Yeah, really. <laughs> and she comes in to tell him she thought he played beautifully, but he just stalks off and doesn't listen to her and he's all angry. From there, they meet each other again at a party where Seb is playing in the band. He's not exactly enjoying it either, and he's hating <laughs> his life generally, but they get along really well. Throughout the film, we see both struggling in their craft, but working hard nonetheless. Eventually, the two go on a few dates and fall in love. When they are together, the two are electric, they're eccentric, and they are in love. Eventually, Seb joins a band with John Legend, of all people, but he's not John Legend in the movie. He just shows up somehow. Um, (laughs) I mean, he's kind of John Legend in the movie, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And he ends up selling himself a little short for a guy who loves, like, real jazz and hates Mm -hmm. when people are, you know, doing all this modern stuff. He isn't following his dream when he's with this band. Um, and Mia's not a fan of this, obviously. She ends up following her dream. She rents out a theater. Um, she writes a play. And she's super, like, excited for it. And then on opening night, only a handful of people are there. And Sebastian wah, wah. misses it. Because he's Jerk. on tour with this damn band that he doesn't even care about. And then she ends things when he gets back. He tries to make it in there before the end of the play. And he just doesn't. So she ends things with him. And... She moves home, quitting her dream. Then Sebastian is called by a film caster who went to Mia's show and wants to cast her in an upcoming film. And he drives to her house and convinces her to pursue her dream again. She becomes successful, gets married to someone else, and (laughs) he opens a jazz club. That was his dream forever. One night she walks in by accident with her husband and listens to a song or two, envisioning what her life could have been with him. And that's where we end the movie. Yeah. Ah, it kills me. <laughs> that ending is my least favorite ending of any movie ever, <laughs> I think. I don't know if it's my least favorite, but it is definitely a challenging moment and we will get to that later on. Um but for now, 
Let's begin. Woo. Um, so what do we think about how Sebastian and Mia meet? Mm-hmm. What does it say yeah. about their relationship? Well, they're very angry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I love that their first meeting is like these like sassy, sarcastic type of moments because mm-hmm. the whole movie is just showing how they're fake with all the people around them. Like Mia just is going to these parties and trying to schmooze so she can make her way up the chain. Right. Seb just like, I don't know, he's he doesn't really talk to anybody. But when they <laughs> talk to each other, yeah, wolf. they're super just like honest and kind of mean at first but it's kind of like funny like they're just sarcastic and sassy and i, I think love because they can take it like they know the other yeah can take it. i love the dynamic it sets up between the two of them because they they can laugh together they can be who they are together and we see that from the very beginning mm-hmm. um and i love how like she is teasing him at that party like that's one of my favorite like times <laughs> that they meet when she's like yeah play i ran and we all know that that's like a terrible song for the keyboardist and he's clearly pissed at her which is my favorite favorite part um but it's just it's funny that they kind of tease each other and it really like amps up their relationship it creates tension um and we're like will they won't they and i just i also love that she just doesn't even think of the boyfriend she currently has like she just forgets about him i honestly (laughs) forgot that she was even dating anyone i know she just like forgets <laughs> about him whenever the, ryan gosling is around and i mean who wouldn't but <laughs> but ultimately i i think that they open up a whole new world for each other because it's clear like she she puts the perspective on on him she's not even thinking about the other things going mm-hmm. on in her life he just he he creates this atmosphere where she can really be herself so. which is healthy and in a sense it's also a little bit unhealthy but it's okay um, but we are talking about both of those meetings, right? The both I'm talking the tra- about all three. In traffic. So in and, traffic, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the yeah. restaurant, okay. Yeah. Um, because the first is quite realistic and ironic. I in know. That they, fall in, <laughs> they fall for each other in a couple of months. Um, the honking and rude gestures get me every time. Um, the latter, when they meet in the restaurant, is again sort of realistic. Um, instead of Hollywoodizing their meeting and making it overly romantic and beautiful, it's raw and it's rude, and I think it's really unique. Yep. <laughs> uh, Mia, stunned by Seb's talent, um, doesn't get a word in before he brushes her off and is out the door. How many times do we cross people on our path and never see them again? And it's just like that. Um, it kind of puts it all in perspective and it's one of those instances that we don't really think about, but, um, it happens all the time where like we just pass people and we bump into someone or we try and get a word in trying to like say something to them, but it just doesn't like mash up at the right time. Yep. But I think it's also just interesting to see, like, you never know who that person you're yelling at might be in your life. Like, you never know who, you know, you could get mad at someone in traffic and you never know that if it's like your next door neighbor or (laughs) like, (laughs) yeah, your mom, like someone that you'll end up being close with. So it's just another reminder to remain respectful, I guess. Hey, yo. Yeah, no, I I love both of their first meetings, and we'll talk about the third meeting. At least I will talk about the third meeting uh, later on. Oh, I'm sorry. I I bumped it up there. Oh, no. Um, Okay, the second question What do we think of casting Ryan and Emma? (laughs) See, I really like their chemistry together. I love it. These two actually look like they're having fun in some of these scenes together. Um, I'm a big fan of both of them. Um, but I'm not sure if this was the movie for them. Um, if it was only an acting movie, sure. But it's a musical, so I wish there were people in it with better chops for a musical. I don't know. I like. I still. I I enjoy them. I I, I enjoy the movie. I just don't know if it really fit well with them particularly. I, I don't know. I agree. I think Ryan and Emma like are a perfect pair. And the thing is, I think they were a perfect pair for this couple. I think you're right. It's that they can't dance or sing. And it's like, <laughs> well, well I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't want to like, like, say can, that they like, can't do it. I think it, every like... actor has a baseline ability to do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's kind of interesting but the problem is, if they were just two average Joes running around dancing and singing, but they're supposed to be artists. 
in LA. Yeah. And I'm like, but I, I, you know, I didn't get to look this up and I should have. I think Ryan Gosling actually learned some piano for this part. You said which that while I respect. we were watching it. And I was yeah. really curious about that. I Let me look myself. it up. Do Ryan it. Gosling. Um, but, but in general, I, I, I don't know. Like, I enjoy those two together. Like I said, if it was just a drama, like just a film with apart from the music he did play sad. he did he did in what three months he learned what a pro like that's talent that's cool but wouldn't it have been cool if we had someone who like i don't know played piano forever and actually cared about jazz their whole life like you know what i mean i think that they were a great couple i think but i think they lacked some of the skills for a musical um yeah, you know. and, and then it felt weird to have like John Legend then join the cast. <laughs> I, that was terrible. I mean, I, no, no, nothing wrong with John Legend, but it just I felt have weird to have problems like, with John Legend. It felt I weird just to don't have like him. Ryan and Emma, and then John Legend joined them as well. Y'all like, can quote just, me on that, but man, I, and he's not an actor. Isn't isn't so, he your isn't isn't he dues like? man crush <laughs> he loves him my dad he loves him but here's the thing like it was funny because they had these two actors playing the main parts right. that they're supposed to be artists and, and then, then we had this, this singer yeah who was not an actor oh i don't know i don't yeah. know uh, either way i'm not going to complain because it's one of my favorite movies and i think yes. they're a great couple so i thought it was very good just felt off at points but regardless moving right along what's unique about this couple what brings them together I think what's unique is that they're both in this point in their lives where they don't see much fruit out of the successes that they're <laughs> or out of the work that they're putting in. So we catch them at this really like gritty part in their life where they're both just like living for their passion, even if they're not making money. And it's like it's just a rawness that you don't get with someone who already has it all figured out. Like if you mm -hmm. meet someone, they're in a house doing their professional work, like whatever. Different relationships are different. But I think these two are so raw. They're at such a raw point in their life that their love reflects that. Um, it reflects that like, you know, they fight and then they make up and it's just like very crazy and chaotic, but it's it's them. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just, you get that sense of tension um, but that sense of reality from the two of them because they're both suffering together. That's yeah. why I think they don't last past the success because they're both pushing each other towards the gritty dream, that thing that they're they're working so hard for. And then, first of all, when Mia sees Sebastian not going after his, that kind of brings him down in her mind. Um, and second of all, when he starts to see, like, the success that he has ahead of him, he leaves her behind in his mind almost. And that, <laughs> that's not great. But so this is what makes them unique is that they yeah, have fun together. It's kind of painful. It, it, oh, we'll talk about that later. But they have fun together, but they are also in this point in their lives where they're just like living, like really living together, if that makes sense. They're not just sort of like two successful people living in a house on opposite ends of the house. They're like, they're, they're loving, you know? <laughs> For me, one thing I love about this movie is how it spans time and shows the audience glimpses at different stages of these characters and also different stages of their relationship as well. Um, I think this really sets this movie apart from other romance musical films um, because most of those take place in one, like one continuous timeline, whereas this kind of like jumps a bit. Um, what I love about this couple is the way they support one another. Um, to an extent obviously there's that little like okay they do but there's that break um they build each other up and inspire each other to follow their dreams and i think that is essentially what brings them together their unity over their passions uh, not that they have the same passion but that they both have a passion yeah and they're able to just like bond over their passion like their shared passions um they see a spark in each other and they want to like feel that spark um, their passions light the flame and it's quite beautiful to watch them bloom on the screen. Um, but I think that's the essentially like the core of who they are, are their passions. And when they meet, their passions collide. And that's what I really enjoy about this couple. Because um, like we talked about with um, Little Women just recently, um, 
we saw Joe and um, Lori have passions as well, and they didn't necessarily like mesh as well um, as, and uh, obviously these guys, Mia and Seb, don't mesh fully either. But um, these two definitely kind of coincide with one another and and, and their passions. So yeah. that's what I really enjoy about this particular couple and um, what the what unifies them and brings them together. Okay, next question. What are our favorite ship moments and what are our least favorite? I know what our least favorite are and I'm just going to <laughs> leave it to you, Devin. So you already brought up one of my favorite moments and I can't get enough of this scene. Emma Stone is hilarious. She really is. I will watch any movie with her in it because her facial expressions and everything. I have not watched Corella, and I am so looking forward to the day that I do get to watch it. Um, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I'll be able to watch it. But I love the scene where she sees him at the party months after he blows her off and she requests the Wham song. It is a Wham song, right? Uh, it's not, but it's Iran. It's by the seagulls or something. Like oh, okay. That. <laughs> it took and, me a moment. <laughs> but she's mocking him the entire time, which I just find hilarious. All her facial expressions and her dance moves. And it's just like she's rubbing the salt in the wound to him. As she so deserves. Oh, yeah. um, I also love their walk to find their cars after that party and their first dance together. Like that is such an iconic scene. Um, and it really shows just the simplicity of their love, but also the, I don't know, what, what it takes for them to fall in love as well. Yep. Um, I love all the colors. Um, her bright yellow, and I think he's wearing just a... Um, a white shirt and a tie I think Mm -hmm. Um, but then they had like the blue sky in the background with the stars and then the city down below like it's just such a beautiful scene Um, they the the director and everyone that has to do with that like they did a really good job in creating that and making it such a special moment between them Um, so those are my two favorites Um, let's do your two favorites and then we can talk about some of our least favorites Uh, my two (laughs) favorites I would say the planetarium moment because I know it's cheesy as heck but But I love it see um, it kind of reminds me of and this most musicals have it but there's like that ballet scene in and some musicals where they kind of like go off into their like yes. dreamscape um i think it's oklahoma per- about or excuse that. me no, i think fine. it's freaking perfect because they live in a fairy tale essentially and the two of them like when they're in la like they, they're they're recreating the romance of all the popular movies mm-hmm. like it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful scene. It's so creative. And I just, I, I can't get over that scene every time I see it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, their silhouetted dancing is really cool. I love the jazz scene where she's like, I hate jazz. I hate and then, jazz. <laughs> and then he like takes her to the jazz club and you see her slowly get into it because she loves his passion that's, and she loves That's the what music. I love about them too. Yes, they will. They encourage each other to really go for the sharing of their passions as well. Yes, they do. That's that's important too. Like it's not just like it's his passion and her passion. Like they share their passions with each other. And when he's describing like the jazz to her, (laughs) it just you know exactly. It reminds me of my husband so much, and like she's like finally like opening her mind to it, and that is hilarious. Um, But either way, uh, those are my two favorites. Now, go ahead, Devin. What's your least favorite? I don't know which one to choose. <laughs> I know which effing one to choose. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess the main one is when he doesn't show up at her. Oh, it kills me. Yeah, at her uh at That her lost him that's, that relationship. That's rough. That yeah. lost him that relationship. I think it was led on earlier, but that definitely was like the shoe dropping moment. Um that's a big one. Uh, I guess I should also say one of my favorites is when he goes after her and encourages her to, after she like leaves LA, he goes and encourages her to come back and audition for that show, which yep. or the uh, I think it's a film, a movie. Um, and that's essentially what starts her career. Yeah. Um, 
So that's also that's that's a great moment. But like there's that's not a redeeming moment for him. But what I don't like about it, like it is the worst scene when he tries to show up and like tries to fake that he was there and then realizes it's closed and she's so embarrassed. Like that kills me. But the Mm -hmm. thing is, he made like one mistake. Like I know he wasn't being super supportive. Was it just one though? I think it was a series of things that was. Yes, but I think if he didn't do that, like there, they could have worked through like him not actually following his dream. Some would argue that her doing that made him realize that it wasn't his dream, and so it was a necessary moment. But they really had a lot of good moments. They were there for each other, and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden he became kind of a jerk. And like sometimes people become kind of a jerk in moments, and you have to like work them out of it. And I just I think. I think she she deserved that moment to break up with him. I just don't know if it was like worth it in the end. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But that's my least favorite moment. I mean, he was yeah, such and a we'll, jerk. Yeah, and we'll talk more in depth about it later on when we get to mm-hmm. that question for sure. Um, but yeah, that is definitely the one of the most jarring, <laughs> least favorite moments. <laughs> I, don't I also know don't like him one. with John Legend. I don't like the whole thing where he becomes like someone else. Yeah, I don't like think he likes himself else. with John Legend, and yeah. he kind of he kind of, he he acknowledges that earlier when they when he first approaches him and tries to like be friendly um, to Seb, and he's like, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> so he and acknowledges then he gets it, but then up. he gets he, yeah he gets sucked into it. Um, so that's sucky. But moving on, um, what did these two learn from each other? A lot. I mean, ultimately. <laughs> They learn how to, um, they learn how to respect, okay, no, let me, let me go back to the beginning because there's a lot that they learn from each other. I think that they teach each other to really follow their dreams. I think though, um, Seb doesn't believe it until he lacks, uh, Mia. I don't think that he learns that lesson until he realizes that what he did pushed his true love away. Um, I think Mia always felt supported by Seb, and she learned from him to follow her dreams, hence the right. play thing. Um, right. But I think he didn't really learn the lesson until she was out of his life, which is unfortunate because she really always encouraged him to follow his dream. Yeah. Um, he, it, it, that was the motivation that he needed to like get his life straight in a sense. Yeah, which it shows like a difference in need for the motivation of the two of them. Like, I don't know. It, it just... That's what they learned from each other. I th- I would argue that the director probably meant that they learned from each other what real love is because they could say what it was not based on their relationship. Um, I'll accept that, which maybe. <laughs> I don't I don't subscribe to that. But if we're going with like what probably was the director's perspective given what happened, um, I just maybe they learned that like passion was not enough i i don't really know Mm -hmm. like it's something i'm still grappling with this is why i love this movie because i'm still thinking about it like what the hell was the point of them breaking up what the hell was the point of that ending like she seems to be with a guy that loves her but there is that scene okay i i don't want to get too much we'll talk about it we're talking about the end and um no but i agree i and what you i think this when we rewatched it together i think that might have been my third time watching this movie and you definitely need more like you need to rewatch it more um to really understand the whole concept of and just to wrap your mind around it and we talked about it at the end when we finished watching it with tom um just like the necessity to it's not just one time done kind of movie like there's a lot of processing there's a lot of like um, little things that you need to pick up on so that you understand why it went down the way it did and really what that ending means. And we'll talk more about that ending later on. Um, but I think Mia truly learns to be confident in herself and her dreams, like you said. Um, although Seb eventually tears this part away from her for a time, um, when their love is the strongest is when Mia has the most joy for what she does and who she is. Um, I'm not sure if Seb learns much from their relationship other than that he needs Then that it ends. (laughs) And that pisses me off, but go ahead. Um, (laughs) I think he needs someone to enjoy life with. Um, He needs someone to share his passion for jazz Which he doesn't end up with. 
Correct. And that's what, so Mia was that person. And spoiler, we don't see him with anyone that closed the film. So maybe he didn't really learn this lesson well. But I think being in the relationship with Mia is what really got his passion to kick off. I think Um, what they're trying to claim is that his true love was his work. And that does not satisfy me. No, and I agree. Um, I just think he needed to find a reason to push harder for his dream because at the very beginning he was just like staring at this building and not really doing much with his life his sister tried to like encourage him like get a job do something with your life and he's like i'm doing what i need to do get off my back woman yeah yeah (laughs) um so i think mia really like gives him the motivation to do something obviously he does it poorly but he does something and then um just that he needs somebody to be that guiding light but again like you said and like i like i said like he doesn't end up with anyone so did you learn anything like no nope. <laughs> i i don't i don't like the character of seb i'm gonna say right now i don't like seb um, i love I, seb like I, it's ruined the parts of me really so enjoy mad. seb but parts of me just like i don't understand the construction of the character. I, no, I, me neither. I, I, I want to know more, and I want to um, investigate it further. We but. have to investigate what the director's thoughts are on the ending, yeah. but we'll get to the ending later. So, next question. This whole movie depicts the dichotomy of the movies versus reality. I mean, you see it in different aspects of it, mm-hmm. right? In the aesthetic, in the plot. Like, in what ways do we see that in this movie? I just said, but also <laughs> comment on that. And how do we see that theme at play in their relationship? So I really have to give it to the director because this movie is very clever in how it presents this theme, and it's quite groundbreaking, at least for me. Um, There are moments of raw realism, and there are moments of pure movie fantasy, and it balances and juxtaposes these two realities beautifully. Um, Like we mentioned earlier with the... um, planetarium scene oh yeah Um, we get that whole like dream sequence of them dancing together and that is them in la la land quote unquote like the beauty of being in love um and and pursuing dreams and being happy together um but then they get that hard realism when we get back to the when they touch ground and they have to deal with issues in their lives and their relationship um you get the full range of the highest of highs and lowest of lows. And it yep. shows you how much Hollywood influences our own reality yep. and what we expect out of a relationship and how we expect the world to go. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I think that's kind of what is wrong with society sometimes is that we expect too much from um, what's going on around us. We expect too much of the world. We expect too much of our relationships. Um, because we want it to go a certain way because we've been told again and again that that's the way it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to meet the person. We're supposed to fall in love. We're supposed to get married. Blah, 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 blah. Like, but, or we expect, I don't know, like, there's a, expectations are blown out of the water in yeah. society. And I think yep. we need to recenter and find out, like, what is it that we deserve as a human versus what, our expectations are yeah and like i think that's why it ends the way it does because it's trying to show it's like a movie within a movie which is really cool because Mm -hmm. we get lots of different aspects of like different tropes and movie plot lines that are so like uh (laughs) so over dramatic um but then we see how it ends and it's the reality that like maybe true love doesn't win out all the time Um, which I think that's a cop-out ending, honestly. But (laughs) either way, what I'm saying is, like, the movie does an amazing job of portraying and depicting those moments of reality that do live up to the movies. Um, And then showing us how sometimes it's it's not... Yes, you can have those moments, but it doesn't follow through necessarily. I mean, you have to put the work in. It's not just going to happen. And that's what I mean. Like, I'm not saying that what we watch on movies is bad. I'm just saying that we can't... We shouldn't just expect that that's how it's supposed to be well i think Um, that's what they're saying and i think that's cool like one of my favorite scenes is well not favorite but one of the coolest aesthetic scene aesthetic scenes i (laughs) have seen is when she is late to the movie 
And she, so first of all, she like leaves, like something that most people wouldn't just do. She just leaves the dinner with her boyfriend, oh, her boyfriend runs yeah. to the movie, and it's this whole like, oh my God. When she's and then, standing up on the Yeah, on and then the she's stage. standing in front of the movie screen, becoming the actress in her own life. I think that's so flipping cool. And it just shows the planetarium, this scene, like these are the moments in our lives that do live up to the movies. Mm-hmm. But you have to work hard. You, you can't just expect that these these you know scenes are going to end in a happy ending unless you act in the way that you need to act and do the things you need to do to put the work in and and foster the relationship actually this is something i'm just coming to in this moment maybe it wasn't just him saying <laughs> Brain like blast yeah maybe it wasn't just him saying like um you know not everything always lives up to the movies maybe it was everything can live up to the movies like We've seen it happen in this very realistic relationship, but then Seb just like lets it down. Mm-hmm. And like, so maybe it's like, yes, the Disneyfication of things happens, but you can't just let that overwhelm you and expect all the good to come your way. You need to work right. for it. I don't know. Exactly. And that's what, like, I don't want to sound like I'm a pes- pessimistic type of person. I'm totally an optimistic person. And yeah. I, I want, like, I want the, the goodness in the world to shine. But. I think Hollywood kind of sh- like just makes us have that me 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 personality versus yeah yeah um, what we what we should expect from the world itself. Yep. All right, I love that conversation. Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the significance of Mia and Sebastian's theme? What feeling does it capture? I actually love that you created this question. So, long story short. Um, I've been really busy. So Stephanie, actually, <laughs> while we were watching the movie, Stephanie created all these questions. And I am so blessed um, that she did that because ah, this question, I would not have thought about this question. And I love it. So it's I'll repeat it one more time. It's such a cute little theme. What's the significance okay, of me and Sebastian's theme? And what feeling does it capture? I just love the little theme. And when it comes up, you know, it's like a significant moment for them. And then it right. comes up at the end. And that's what gets me thinking even more is that she's with her husband, but she's hearing the nostalgia. <laughs> like she's hearing the call to her past love. And it's like it captures this feeling of like sadness almost. Yeah. But it's from the beginning that it captures that feeling, which is interesting. And it kind of changes and ebbs and flows throughout. When you hear it sometimes, sometimes it's like jazzy and happy. And sometimes it's like sad and like lost. And like, I think that the theme follows through the entire time. The feeling is there, but their perspective around what's going on at those moments, like, changes like yes i still love him but i'm sad or yes i love him and i'm happy like it's that i love you theme it's that connection mm-hmm. it's that thing that i always talk about like when you when you have a deeper connection with someone it's almost like the the musical version of that like connection <laughs> that you can't see it's like whenever That's they're fun. having a moment here you go but it does reflect different times in their life yeah. like in in its in how it's played yeah i do really love this song and the fact that the like i don't know who thought about this the writer whatever but the fact that they were like we need to compose a song that like just reflects our characters reflects the story like just the the making of it all is uh just mind-blowing to me um but it's so sweet and also so filled with so much longing it carries this deep desire for something great there's a mix of bittersweetness of melancholy and of love it's all tied into this like a minute and 30 second little ditty um and it represents their relationship the lifts the falls messes and the erratic end like Mm -hmm. i think at the end like he does like a like a I forget what it's called when you like slide your fingers across the piano, uh, the slide, I guess. I don't know. Um, but he does like this little quick little like slide. Um, and it just like, it builds and there's this drop and I don't know. It's just, in, it's enticing and off putting all in the same melody. Um, the feelings are very complex. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just something like, Oh, this is really good. Like upbeat song. I love this song. It's not just something that like a happy song. Like it's, it's meaningful. It's complex. And, there's and it's a lot meaning of changes. And I love that. 
Um, But we'll talk more about music later because I just really wanted to know our favorite (laughs) songs. But next question, should Seb have taken the job with John Legend's character? I don't even know his name, so I just put John Legend's character. I don't know. He's just the man who comes up, who comes in and screws everything up. So should Seb have taken the job? I don't know. I don't think so. Such an English teacher response. There's, (laughs) There's so much more than... Um, one way to make money without selling your soul, quote unquote. Um, and he gives up a part of himself to be someone, quote, for Mia, that Mia didn't even ask for to be like, she, she didn't ask him to become like this. Um, all she wants is his happiness. And he thinks she wants a boyfriend she can be proud of to call home about. Like, he throws his absorption in his job all on Mia, and that's not fair. Um, he knew accepting that job wasn't right and wouldn't make him happy. All that being said, it does get him closer to following his dream, which is opening his own jazz club. So it's up for debate, quite honestly, but I hate the way that he's like, I have to do this for Mia. And Mia's like, I didn't ask you to do this. This is not what I want. Um I did not have any bad feelings towards you not having a like a stable job. Like this was your misconception of a phone call, <laughs> right? That's how she. That's that's how he gets interest and wants yeah. to take that job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not a fan of how he throws it all on her. Like yeah. you made me this way. I did yeah. this for you. Don't be blaming no. her. No. She did not tell you. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think he needed to have taken the job um, for him to learn what he needed to learn, but I think he needed to have left much but earlier. But what did he learn? He, but here's the thing. He <laughs> needed to have left much earlier. He needed to have said, this is wrong. I, I signed up to make some money, but you are ruining my life, and right. I have sold my soul, and I'm going to leave. He didn't do that. In fact, he followed it so much that he stayed at a stupid photo shoot when in reality <laughs> he could have been supporting his girl. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, if, okay, if, if he would have taken the job and quit the job, he would have learned something. So that's why I think it's necessary for him to have taken it to see this is not the life I want, right? Right, um, exactly. But, okay, I'll agree with you there. But he didn't learn but. that until way too late. Yeah. And she's just like, so is this going to be your life? And he's like, well, yeah, like I, we write music, we go on tour, we come back, we write music, we go on tour. And I'm like, like, that's, that's a terrible effing life. And, oh God, that's not what he wanted at all. So she's like, who are you now? (laughs) Anyways, oh, he's uh, the worst. Yeah. I still struggle with him. I like him, but I hate him. Um, Moving on. During the time, I'm sorry, during the period of time Sebastian is famous and misses Mia's show, do we blame Mia for being upset? No! I wrote this question just to emphatically say, no, what the f was wrong with him? Like, it could have been so easy. He wasn't even missing a big tour. He wasn't missing, like, playing music. He would have missed a photo shoot for a job he didn't even really like. So... (laughs) And, like, and and the photographer during that photo shoot was like, bite your lip, and then like, <laughs> do the head nod. Yeah, <laughs> like it was he, so you, weird. He, I think they did it that way to show you just how ridiculous what he oh, was yeah, doing sure. was. And as opposed to what, as opposed to what he could be doing. If not having not gone at all, he should have left when that stupid photographer was doing whatever he was doing to get there at least halfway through. This mm-hmm. was the one thing I said before, the one thing that lost him the love of his life. Mm-hmm. I think everything he had done up to that could have been resolved, but this was he broke her heart. I agree. And so with that. I don't blame her at all. No. She has every right to be infuriated. Yeah. Um, He built her up and then tore her down in one fell swoop. (laughs) Sebastian is totally in the wrong here. If he would have been there and still and still no one showed up, he would have at least have been there to to comfort her and and to be her support system, be her uh, backbone. Um, But his lack of presence absolutely destroys Mia and she loses her entire foundation. Um, which is why then she decides like I'm I'm done like I'm leaving I, I gave up everything for I'd this have been and done. you couldn't even show up like um, she gave up her job to follow this dream and was encouraged by Seb and for him not to be there 
No respect. I, I have no more words. No like, respect. I, I, I'm so heated about this. Like, I'm still on. mad. Moving on. Still mad. Okay. <laughs> Next question. And we've talked about it a little bit. Al- well, quite a lot already, actually. But let's talk about it more. What do we think of the ending of this movie? Did they end up better off without one another? Or did they make the right decision? This is where we're probably going to differ. We're the definitely going to disagree, Devin. I think... Cause I, cause I, kind of sensed it when we were talking about it after the movie. Oh, I got real heated. I was actually real <laughs> mad at Deb. No, <laughs> he was. At, we were fighting about this. So Deb, you haven't changed so, your opinion. I don't know if it was the right decision, but it was the realistic one. There Get was, out of this room. There was no way that they could maintain their relationship and still pursue their dreams um, without sacrifice from both parties and i don't think they were willing to sacrifice that piece um did they end up better off without one another i don't know mia has a fantastic um journey in her career and she also finds a love of her life and she has a kid like you see all those pieces of her being happy the only time she's not happy is when she stumbles upon seb and I will agree with you that the that the juxtaposition of um, her and her husband sitting far away, and then in her like dream esque vision of them being like entangled with each other and just like loving, like showing their love. I see that and I get that, but I also like realistically they made the decision that was right at the time. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I still struggle with this because there are so many things to prove and indicate that she has a good life. And there's so many things. And we, we don't get that from Seb. I mean, he has Correct. his dream place. We don't know if he's happy or not. Right. Neither of them we really are given well, we that can indication. Assume, like, he just, like, longingly, like, stares out at, at her, her as, as like, she Here's leaves. my thing. Like, <sighs> I don't think course, he's happy even though, like, he has what he wants. Of course she should have broken up with him at the time i don't Mm -hmm. know whether or not they should have just completely gone their separate ways we're we're given this whole vision of him going on tour with her and he even had the jazz place he even (laughs) had it i think yeah Yeah. and and it was more realistic to what he wanted to begin with because he didn't Mm -hmm. want it to be called sebs he wanted to be chicken on a stick he wanted people (laughs) to be dancing around right so i think it's a reality that happened they both ended up semi creating the vision that they wanted um however the thing that always throws me off is they put such an emphasis on the fact that her and her husband are sitting there not holding or hugging each other i know but then we get we see this vision of them holding and hugging each other and then it pans to her and her husband not doing that so i think maybe what we see is that this is a realistic thing to have happened but Perhaps her story and his story would have been a little bit better with the other person. Not that it wasn't possible and doable to make it work as they are, but that they would have had, like, passion behind it. It's a matter of, like, because in the vision we're given, it's not like they're disrespecting each other. We don't get fights from them. We don't get anything. And you would think you would see that. But it's just the fantasy of it all. Yeah, but you think you would see that if the director was trying to say this was the right choice. Like, you think you would see some imperfection if the director was like, they could have done this, it wasn't right. But you just get another good reality. Maybe he's saying you can make it work with anyone. But what I'm saying is, I I think that Seb really screwed up in that moment. And that's really what broke them. So. Yeah, I don't know. I. He should have worked harder. It's it's such a complex ending. It is. And so many questions that are still not really answered um because i don't know just the way that they look at each other like there's this longing but also that there's an understanding that like almost kind of happy for each yeah. other i don't know like I, it's, but it's I don't so know. weird they just look at each other and sort of say okay and i think that's what yeah, everyone in the audience mutual, says like, they're respect like respect for each other okay and and yeah but yeah i I don't know. I don't know. Devin, it's hard. I don't think I, I can know. I don't think I can officially say. But I know. 
Tom also got a little heated on this question too. He did. Tom was with I wish me. He was here if you could just believe for it. this question. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I'll go get him right now. <laughs> <laughs> He'd kill me. He would kill me. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go back to something a little bit more upbeat. Well, then. fine. Let's talk about the music. What is your favorite song? I love this whole album. I think it's so unique and I could sing it all day. Um, my favorite song is The Audition. So oh. it's when she is singing about her aunt. And, you know, yeah. she's not a great singer. But I love the song and I think it's just really powerful and it's a really, really important moment for Mia. It's it's one of my favorites. It's, it's a really important moment for her growth. And I think it kind of indicates which way she's going in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's mine. What about you, Devin? I forgot about that one. That's a good one. It I is need a to good one. To it. It's I good. have to listen to it again. Um, but I chose the cheesy one of Another Day in the Sun. <laughs> a great, a gr- another day of sun, Devin. Yes, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's so I, I good. Just, it's so... Even though it doesn't have anything to do with anything, Correct. It's so good. And that's what like puzzles me about it. Like no, but Nobody in the movie is Sings a part it. of that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, these just random people, but I think that's what like really makes it stand out anyways. But um, I don't know the upbeatness, the colors, the idea of just like busting out a song when you're in traffic. Kind so of deal. good. Um, Only in L.A. Yeah. I, I just something about that song just gets me. Yep. OK, Devin, it's time. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't want to. Now, the thing is, I'm asking, do you ship it? Not necessarily. Would you have a different ending for her? But do you ship them together? And also, do you think that she w- she should have had a different ending? Mm. Say what you feel. I will not judge. Well, I will judge you. But you will. It's yeah, okay. I totally will. I don't think I ship them together. And I don't. I'm cursing right now. And no one can hear me. <laughs> and I don't. Like, I think the ending was fine the way it was. I just think she is better off without him. I'm going to (laughs) disagree. I'm going to say, sure, she ended up with a dude who's okay. But I think that she really loved Seb. I think he let her down and she couldn't get over that. I agree that she loves Seb, but Mm -hmm. Seb is not good enough for her. So that's why I don't think. I disagree. I think at first he really is. Then he screws up. And let me tell you, the amount of times I have screwed up, I would not want one life mistake to be. And then he, I think he redeems himself by going to get her. You think that's redeemable, though? I do, because he didn't have to do it. He could have called her. But what he did is he got his ass there. And he he, he was the catalyst for her dream. Correct. You're not wrong. But he... Like if you screw up, then you and you want to get the girl back. You're obviously going to try and like do the good thing. To but get they her agreed back. to disagree in the end. It wasn't to get her back. He did it because he wanted her to succeed. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about him is like that gesture. He did not go in saying, OK, if I do this for you, like I'm going to win you back. They both talked to each other and agreed at the end. OK, we'll just not be together right now. Um, but that's it. That's all we got. So I think. I think that she went to Paris and kind of forgot about him. And then when she came back and saw him again, like her her love was like reawakened. And that's why I think I do ship it. You ship ha, it. And, and you want a different ending for her too? I want the fake ending that they put out <laughs> yeah. there. That's what I want. I, I want I a little love, Ryan Gosling and a Stone Baby. I would uh. love that too, but I just don't think it's right for them. Well, Devin, you're wrong. I don't know. You don't have any objective proof. <laughs> Except the fact that he's a jerk. That's true. The one time that he should have been there and he wasn't there. I know, I know. Like, if if you were in her shoes, what would, like... I would have broke would, up with him. I would, would have went have to Paris. Would you have forgiven him in the end? Yeah. If, if he did what he did, yes. And maybe that's me being a flawed character, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're gonna agree to disagree. I, I you could probably sway me. You could, you could probably. I'll work on him, side. you guys. But, I will. Um, but there you have it. Our thoughts on Sebastian and Mia, sort of. We didn't really come to a conclusive ending. But 
Now let's hear from a commenter. Our first comment is from Mary. Hi, Mary. Uh, Mary says, quote, I didn't actually finish the movie. I was dating an actor at the time and the movie just felt too real. <laughs> wow. This movie does feel too real. Man. It is. Sometimes it is it's very, a little too much. Yeah. The realistic approach of this movie is very in your face. Though. It's a lot. So it's, uh, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, our next comment comes from Taylor and Kimi from QB and the Bird podcast. Thank you for reaching out, you guys. Um, they said, um, heartbreaking mm. in the sense that they are, in some cases, the reality of lost love. Oh, I think that's the best way to put it is lost love. That's what yeah. it is. It's painful. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for sending that in. And I think we have a third comment, which is we the do. most that we've ever had. This movie is stirring up conversation, I'll tell you what. But final comment comes from Kaylee Clark of The Book Was Better. Thank you for always being our commenter. We love you. Um, quote, I love this movie, even though I know a lot of people didn't like the ending. Me, me, me. But uh, <laughs> she says, it worked for me. It was bittersweet and sad and beautiful all at once. Me and Seb's story is an unconventional romance, kind of like 500 Days of Summer. That's a great, that's yes, a great comparison. Yes, I agree. Agreed. She says, they needed certain things from each other to be pushed in the right direction to achieve their dreams, but it wasn't meant to be forever. That's a good way to put it, but I'm going to argue back. That's not... No, I'm just kidding. I really love your comment. And I think we need to do 500 Days of Summer. But I'm yelling at you and Devin because I just, I love Mia and Seb. Why couldn't they have been together, Devin? I love them too, but I don't think it's right. I don't know. I'm mixed. Anyways, thank you all three of you for saying those comments. And they were fantastic. And we really appreciate having um, other opinions. We really do. Thank you guys so much. Um, so if you'd like to join for an episode or send in a comment, please do reach out to us over email at weshipitpodcast at gmail.com or find us on social media. We would love to engage with you all. Yes, please find us. We are probably predominantly a lot more active on Instagram. Insta. Um, so please find us, search us up. We should be podcast. Um, we would love to t- chat with you. Um, and yes, if you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review wherever you listen. We would love to hear from you and get yes we love you all thanks for listening and i wish you all another day of sun see you next week have a good one guys